We would like to remind our listeners that the following program contains strong language, dirty humor, and the smooth taste of Eclipse Cola. Mm mm. That's a good cola. <coughs> Damn, Strohmeyer. I can't keep scraping by like this. Hey, Snowflake! I heard one of your dumbass work friends enrolled here. We'll be sending him home in a coffin. Just lock him out, Ray. Just lock him out. Oh, they say that war is peace. I love democracy. Whoa! Oh, sorry. I wasn't looking where I was... Uh, miss... Elaine? Hello, Raymond. Uh, hi. Yeah, it's, it's just Ray. Happy New Year. Sorry about walking into you. That's fine. Let me help you up. Wow! Oh! That's a... That's a strong arm. It pays when your job is as heavy as mine. Yeah, I... I bet. Um, so... Obvious question, but... Why am I standing alone in the car park of a university where I apparently know no one other than you? Well, that and... Why does your accent sound so different? It's an affectation I use around Drake. I have my reasons. And I'm here because I wanted to talk to you. Oh. What did you need to talk to me about? Well, that's the thing. I came to talk to you about Drake. I came to thank you. For the picture frame? It was nothing. Really. I felt bad about breaking his. Yes, that, among other things. What other things? Ray, you and I both know that Drake can be rather... off with other people. So, when he finds one that he so readily accepts into his life, like he has with you, it's no small deal. You're one of two people in the last few years he's brought home and told about his family and the other was Larry. I thought he was just doing me a favour that night or being generous. Doing you a favour would have been leaving you at the motel. Being generous would have been giving you the hunting knife that he keeps in the glove compartment too. The what he keeps in the where? When he brought you into his home, regardless of what he was keeping from you, that was his way of telling you that you've become his friend. Oh, wow, I... I never really thought about it like that. So, that's why Drake sent you? He didn't send me. I'm here on my own. The thing is, I've never seen Drake take a shining to someone so easily. Believe it or not, you're doing good things for him. He's been eating more and treating himself better. I found him in the gym yesterday morning for the first time since it was installed. So I'm here to thank you for being there so far and to, well, I hate to say the word beg. So, I'll say... I'm imploring you to stay in his life. He's getting better, Ray, and I don't want that to stop. You really care about him, huh? I do, Ray, and he cares about you. So, please, for him, stay around. And it should go without saying, if you do anything to hurt him, I will find some way to pay you back. That's a promise. Noted. Here, this is my personal phone number. If you ever find yourself in need of help, call and I'll make the necessary arrangements. I can't bring anyone back from the dead and it would be best to keep matters of the law out of it to keep as little attention on us and Drake as possible, but otherwise I will do whatever I can. Oh, uh, th thanks. I I don't know what to say. Snowflake, there you are. Oh, God, not now. 
I was bored, so I thought I'd come and make you squirm for a while. You don't mind, do you? Of course not. Oh, well, hello there. And who's this lovely lady, Snowflake? I like the suit. Makes her look smart. Charles, this is not a good time. I can see that. But maybe I could make it a good time. Would you like that, CEO? Would you like that, CEO Barbie? Would you like to have a good time with me? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. My glasses must have caught a glare from the sun shining out of your own arse. <laughs> a British girl. I never knew you took your tea imported, Snowflake. Oh, she's a pretty bird, too. How's about it, love? Want to pop down the local farmer's market and take a look at my meat and two veg? A spot of tea and crumpets after? Hmm. Tempting offer. You do have a very nice face. <laughs> you bet I do. You can touch it if you want. I won't bite. Well, since you put it so eloquently, I'd love to. Oh my god! Oh, fuck! Fuck! You bitch! That was a big mistake! Was it? We all know you won't tell anyone. What? What makes you think I won't? I'll have you deported, you limey whore! Well, considering your only alternatives are telling everyone that a tiny British woman floored you and gave you a black eye with just one punch, or even more amazingly, raided, then the only way for you to save face is to keep your mouth shut and pretend this never happened. I feel like I should be offended by that, even though I know it's true. Or maybe you'd like everyone who fears and respects you across this university to know that the untouchable Charles Wickman Jr. has already been taken down at least twice trying to harass one little special needs student, while he hasn't been touched at all. That'd speak volumes about the kinds of company you both keep, and their loyalties. See your problem. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I'll be seeing you later, Snowflake. You can count on it. Well, that's me not eating on campus for the next week again. I'll make an arrangement for you to eat somewhere else. I know all the good places in the city. Have you decked their various enemies too? No. I do Yelp reviews in my spare time. Do you like Italian? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I'll write down the address. Can I offer you a ride to work? Wow, you've already done so much. I couldn't ask any more of you. This is all me saying thank you, Ray. Except for clocking that boy. That was a late Christmas present to myself. <laughs> Excuse me? Huh? Hello? Yeah? Uh, are you open? Uh, what does the register say? It says you're open. And yet you ask me anyway. Well, yeah. No. No, I'm, I'm not open. Oh, okay. Sorry. Wow. Hey, Elise! You were right! They do believe you! Ha! You owe me ten bucks! Yeah, yeah, I got your ten bucks right here. Guess who? Uh-oh, it's the fashion police. You damn right it is. Pray tell, officer, is the red work shirt and black pants look still criminal? Mmm, yeah. But since it makes you seventeen fifty an hour to wear it, which I'm still super jealous of, I'll forgive you. But you're still a fashion whore. 
you whore. Aw, I don't even look good in it. You wound me, Casey. I thought the shirt was at least slimming. It looks good on you in the same way a ribbon looks good on a shapeless pile of dog shit. Shapeless? You bitch. You still owe me that drink, you knucklehead. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So why are you here and not hawking trashy ski boots? It's my day off, so I thought I'd come harass you guys. And hit on Ray for the millionth time? Yup. He's working today, right? Yeah, he should be here soon. His class just cut out. Think Larry would mind if I hit under the counter before he gets here? For a police academy style BJ? Nah, I'll just snap a few pictures of his bulge and butt in those cute work pants and run away victoriously. Shocking. Try talking a little louder so all the microphones can hear your plans to sexually assault my co-workers. Microphones? Yeah, seriously. Bugged and tapped, all over. Jeez, when did the NSA get in here? Nah, it's just Pete. You listening, Pete? I counted 11 minutes of you napping, Andy. That's 11 minutes you're making up at the end of your shift. Duly noted. Oh my god, you're the boss guy! Hi, uh, we've never met, and uh, I'm excited. <laughs> Hi, Casey. For the record, please don't sexually torment my employees. Aww, not even one unsolicited French kiss? Especially not one of those. Aww. Oh god, who let you in? Hey, Dracula! I'm hanging around today. I missed you. I'd like to say the feeling was mutual, but actually, I wouldn't like to say that at all. So, how's your new year going? I see treat Casey like the prince he really is wasn't on your list of resolutions. My year was going fine, then this conversation happened. Hurtful. Don't let him behind the counter, Andrew. He might attract paying customers. You are kinda shiny today. Yeah, you like it? I can't believe they make chrome hair dye. Uh, it looks better than the Christmas colors did. Oh god, that was bad. I was standing by the vegetable steamer at the family dinner and it made all the dyes run down my face like a vampire's golden shower. <sighs> Horrifying. And yet I'm going to laugh anyway. Well? Wait for it. Ha! Burn in hell. So, why can't I see you, Pete? Shy? I'm in my office. If you're lucky, you'll never see me in person. Ever. Are you just really handsome and you're hiding so I won't start groping you or something? I'd be lying if I said that hadn't crossed my mind. The thing is, uh, I, I probably would too. Pete only comes down in emergencies, or when the bathroom upstairs is broken. Half of us have never even seen him in person. Mysterious. Nah, just annoying. This is how the machines take over, Pete! I mean, it's not like it's a huge problem, but... I've got it all written down here, Mike. I'll get Caroline or Lise on it. Administrative things like that are more their responsibility. As much as I throw my weight around, I am only the supervisor. Is it really an administrative issue? It's just longer lunch breaks. Sometimes I like to go eat at that Vietnamese place across the street. There's scheduling to think of, and it opens up about 20 different problems about our expenses. I can pay for my own lunch. What's the big deal about expenses? City bylaws. The cost of all meals taken during an employee's shift have to be covered by employers, regardless of whether they're actually in the building. Huh. That's actually a great idea. And the larger our expense reports are, the more likely we'll get our budgets cut by corporate. So don't go crazy on the bun way. Oh. 
Well, if all that talk of noodle pho is making you hungry, here's something you might enjoy. Is that what I think it is? Yep, the return of gold leaf brownies. Oh man, I've missed these. You haven't brought anything in since you made that battery cake months ago. Yeah, my dentist told me not to do that anymore. I almost gave myself an abscess. These ones are really shiny too. How can you afford all this gold? Um... Uh, there. That's ten shots. Now pay up, bitch. Double or nothing. This bottle of mezcal, seven hundred dollars. Nine hundred! Don't try and dupe me, Carlos. I ain't even buzzed yet. I'm sure you can find all that money in your mama's purse. Hmm. Drink the worm, and we'll make it an even thousand. Bring it on. Managerial salary? Those things are pretty great. <coughs> so who wants a brownie? One yes, right here for the me, black guy. Yeah. Leave one on a plate and put it in the elevator. You're gonna love them, Pete. These are amazing. And they make you feel like royalty uh, on the way out. Gross. <gasps> Gold leaf brownies? Oh, Elise, you know my weakness. <laughs> Casey! Hey, Casey. Casey, you magnificent bitch. What are you doing here? Day off. Thought I'd come by and keep you guys company and steal these. <laughs> That's good. Did you change the recipe? No, I just cleaned out my oven. Makes a huge difference. I can taste it. Oh god, who let you in? Leanne, you beautiful rascal. How's business? Stupid and rich, Casey. Stupid and rich. Promise you won't scare any more of my business away this time? Well, I won't actively scare them away. Uh-huh. So why is this thing in here? He's hanging today. Have a brownie. Brownie! There's not another murder spree going on this time, is there? Nope. We got a new girl working there, so it's some weight off my shoulders. Oh, good lord, not today. What? What is it? Don't look now, but guess who's back. Oh god, please tell me it's not Triple B. Yep, I can see his Camaro from here. What? Uh, what's a Triple B? Big Bastard Bob. That sounds like a bad thing. Ugh, looks like one too. Yeah, I wouldn't even pick that guy's pocket. He looks like he keeps an old quesadilla in there. He's pretty much the most unpleasant person we've ever had pass through those doors. And what's worse is he's a regular. And when we say most unpleasant, that's counting the Wickman kid whose nose Drake smashed. Marginally. The last time he was here, he almost earned himself a whack from Larry's good arm. What stopped yet? Technically, we can't. He hasn't done anything that lets me use force on him. He just talks a lot of shit and rubs himself in everyone's faces. Please tell me you mean that figuratively. I'm back, peasants! Where's that boy with the woman's haircut? I'll get the bat. Thanks for the lift, Miss Elaine. It's no problem, Ray. And of course it goes without saying, if Drake says anything about this... I'll make something up. It's for the best, honest. Yeah, I understand. Thanks again.
Ray, don't go inside. Huh? What's what's going on? There's a rotten wretch of a human in this building, and he has a taste for fresh-faced innocence. This way, I'll take you through the back door. Uh, okay. So, who is this guy? Big Bastard Bob. He's the reason why some people think the First Amendment should be repealed. So, he's a trash talker. Doesn't sound so bad. He has a way of making it even worse than it seems. Hopefully you won't be there to find out. Sounds fair to me. I'm putting you in the back room with Casey until the scene's clear. You really had to ruin it by leaving me in a room with Casey? It's either him or... And you call yourself a customer service professional? It's a simple request. And it's a request I've never had before. Do you think I just know casually how to make a fucking slippery nipple? Oh, this generation just has no standards. It's two parts Sambuca, one part Irish cream, and a dash of grenadine. Are you always this incompetent, or you just save it for me? Oh, wouldn't you like to know, sir? So, uh, in, in here? Yeah, in there. Ray, hi! Hey, Casey. Whoa! Okay. Uh, dude, it's harsh out there. Who the hell's that guy? This is my first time. I wouldn't know. What's he done so far? Uh, he's commented on Larry's ponytail for what I take to be the hundredth time, uh, called everyone names, and listed all the reasons why that Cineplex across town is so much better than this one. Great. Here, let me link up the speakers in there. Thanks, Petey. No, Casey. Just no. Here we go. Seeds, why are you even serving food here? Because it's my job. I don't want to catch anything from you. Get the other guy to do it. Sorry, what exactly do you think albinism is? You can't catch anything from me. Eating food I've scooped into a bucket isn't going to make you turn even whiter. I don't want you touching it. Get the guy with the beard to do it. I don't care. I do not want you touching my food. Yeah, fine. Sure thing, sir. Drake, you've got a customer. Jeez. That guy needs to chill the hell out. He reminds me of Charles. Hostile work environment. Hostile life environments. Is there something I can do for you, sir? Oh, for God's sakes, does a single normal person work here at all? The concept of normality is a useless hypothetical scale of meaningless trends designed to make unremarkable people feel better about themselves. Is there something I can do for you, sir? Just give me a large popcorn and an Eclipse Cola. We don't sell Eclipse Cola here. Why not? Because Pepsi isn't as expensive or pretentious. Then give me a large popcorn and a Pepsi, then get out of my face. No, no, no way. I am not going back out there. Hey, Ray. Hi, Andy. Stop being such a wimp and get the hell out there. Hey, Ray. Hi, Elise. I want nothing to do with that guy. Not after what he said to me. Oh, God, come on. He treated my albinism like it was fucking AIDS or something. Well, he called me a customer service professional. Okay, fair point. That's insulting to both of us. But it's no excuse. You're coming back out whether you like it or not. Hey, 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 stay back. I, I, I... Ah! Jesus! Jeez! Put me down! How are you this strong? You're a skinny little chicken shit, and I'm an arts graduate. I've carried marble slabs heavier than you. Put me down, Colossus! Why did I never go for a job here again? Wanna trade?
can we turn that off? It's hard to concentrate with it beeping so loud. It's your heart monitor, son. It's kind of important. Jack, don't be such a fuddy-duddy. It's got a volume setting right here. Is that better, dear? Yeah, that's fine. Now I can concentrate on this case study. See? No harm, no foul. Yeah, and if something goes wrong and no one can hear it, then who's gonna know how to help him? He was in intensive care a few months ago because of his heart, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Come on. That was because they increased his dosage. He's not going anywhere. And I'd appreciate it if no one was paranoid that he was. Pardon me for being concerned about the health of my only living son. Jack, not here. This is not the- Mom, how do you say this word? Sorry. What was that, Tyler? Th this word here, how, how do you say that? Ma, ma, majour. Majour? Majour, dear. Force majour. It's, um, the legal term for- When extreme circumstances out of the party's control prevents them from fulfilling the terms of a contract. Yeah, I, I just couldn't work out how to pronounce it. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, Tyler. <sighs> I'm sorry. I just don't like this place. No one likes being in the hospital. Especially when they're not the ones being treated. It's fine. Hey. How's he doing with that? The studying? He's way past where his class would be by now, in every class. His tutor says that he'd be ready to get his diploma before next year at this rate, three years early. Can you believe that? No way, really? Oh, he's gonna really hit the ground running when he gets out of here. He'll practically be walking out the hospital doors and straight into law school. Are they still holding a place for him at the high school? Yeah, they've been very supportive all these years. Especially after... well, Matt and everything. Yeah. So, you, uh... you've been talking to his tutor? Yeah, yeah, whenever I get the chance. I guess there's really not much he can do here but study and play video games. <laughs> I wouldn't even get a bit of studying done. I'd just be playing 24-7. <laughs> You mean like back in college, King Pac-Man? They still haven't beaten my score on that old machine. Yeah, especially after it was taken to the lockup 15 years ago. Damn right. Is it really okay for you to be in here so much on the clock? Yeah, Pete's got me covered. Technically, I'm still on the job when I'm taking care of Tyler. I've never understood that. You're working a full-time job, but you spend most of your time in the hospital. How can Pete explain that to corporate? He doesn't. As far as they know, right now I'm still at the Zooplex arranging ship schedules and handling shipping and budgets. As long as I show up and pull my weight enough for corporate not to notice, he and Elise and Larry can cover for me. Oh yeah, Larry. Good old Larry. Yeah, good old Larry. That was sarcasm, dear. I know. It's called turning a blind eye. God, Jack. He's my co-worker and half my age. So what's he doing showing up to give our son a Christmas present? Then he comes over and gives us a bottle of champagne. Champagne, Caroline. Every time you and I talk, it's all Larry this and Larry that. I am not always talking about him. That's just all you notice because that's all you're ever listening for. Larry did the most amazing thing for me today. Larry was there for me when I broke down in the break room today. Larry gave me his pen when I couldn't find mine. Larry, 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 Larry. That's you. That's what you sound like. Hey, you asked about the pen. It's weird. He's weird. You know I trust you. I trust you to the ends of the earth, but but him, he's so feelsy and expressive. 
He's always trying to smile and look happy. He wants to be everyone's friend, trying to invite himself to my canasta games with my work friends, and he's coming to visit my son in the hospital. That doesn't happen. It's, it's not normal. Jack, listen to me. Larry is not interested in me, okay? He's a good person to everyone he knows and a great friend. And frankly, I don't have the opportunity to make so many of those, and neither does Tyler. You don't have to be his friend, but I don't have to stop. That's how marriage works. Well, I'm going to go find some friends of my own. What? Jack, where are you going? I'm going for a drink. <sighs> and how am I supposed to get home? I'll get a cab. See you later, Tyler. Bye, Dad. So it's majeure, right? Yeah, that's it. Majeure. Unlike your father, who's very immature. Now, now, Ray. Don't skimp out on the soap. I hate you. Hey, come on. This is a dangerous situation. We have to have a buddy system. There's a difference between a buddy system and you insisting on following me into the bathroom. Someone's gotta watch your back. I don't want big bastard Bob getting his greasy hands on you. My god, you're such a creep. <laughs> me? I'm harmless. Just ask Mike. I'm nothing but a playful tease. You... Mike? Hey, listen, he was hotter in high school. He didn't have that soul patch. Ugh. Hey, don't talk shit about my soul patch. Oh, sorry, Mike. Didn't know you were in there. I've been in here the whole time. You know I can't go when people are talking near me. Right, yeah. Uh, sorry. Come on, Ray. Let's leave Mike to his business. Please do. Don't be tempted to dig for any treasure, Mike. You've had quite a few of those brownies. Casey, shut up. <laughs> All right, you get back to the safe room. I've got to fix an annoying curl in one of my dreads. I'll be right there. Well, damn. What happened to your so-called buddy system? Right, we've already established that that was a lie. So, mm, I'll be right behind you. God damn it, okay. See you back there, I guess. Oh, sorry. Ugh, why don't you look where you're going? Hang on. Do you work here? Uh, yes. Yes, sir. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Really? You work here? You actually work in this establishment for money? <laughs> oh, are this right old standard's fallen so low they'll hire blind children to clean up after them? I, I'm not blind, sir. Right, of course you're not. <laughs> Are you even old enough to be working here? Do you have any service training at all? Or did you just pull your daddy's man pants over your pull-ups and start pretending you're actually a competent adult? I don't have to take being spoken to like this. I'm an employee here, and I've done nothing to deserve this treatment. Oh, really? You're gonna start talking back to a paying customer now? Or you're gonna man up and start acting like a professional? Sir... I insist you stop talking to me like that. Or I'll have someone escort you from the building. What? You can't do it yourself? Ooh, little pussy boy. Can't handle a spoonful of cold hot truth. Little bitch has to hide behind his big strong co-workers who work like women and let diseased freaks and children work for them. 
Sir, I am being serious. You can't talk to me uh, like... Oh, can't I? Can't I say what I want? Isn't that what f f freedom of speech means? Hey, what the hell's going on here? Oh, this is precious. You're not even going to stand behind your tranny supervisor. You're going to get your fairy dancer boyfriend to protect you? Hey, Larthas, leave him alone. What are you going to do? Ruffle your dreadlocks in my face? Assault me with your purse? Mind your own business, homo. <sighs> oh, it is on. Casey. No, no, Ray. Let them keep going. You're going to keep talking, you big orc? You had a lot to say before. Do you want me to keep going, fairy boy? Disrespectful little shit. We should have just stuck to how it was when we real men would have beat your kind to death. You want to try? Go on. Try it. Try it. Casey, stop. You'll only get yourself in trouble. Oh, <laughs> I'll try it. Come at me. I know Kaweelua, bruh. I'll sand your skull down against the bricks. Give it your best shot, faggot. Is there a reason you're talking down to my employees and customers, sir? Oh, are you the guy in charge here? Yeah, I'd like to speak with you. I have some serious complaints about the caliber of your employees. I've seen plenty of my employees' caliber through the cameras, sir. I am fully aware of the situation. No, 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 no. I want you down here talking to me like a man in person. And would me coming down to talk to you in person help to alleviate your foul mood? It couldn't hurt your chances. Now come down here and face me like a man. And I'll know you have at least one work in here. Very well. Please wait by the concessions desk. Everyone, come meet me at the elevator. Oh god, we're in for it now. He's really coming down here? Yep. Where the hell have you been all this time? Swindling on the corner. That lard ass has been scaring away all my business, even more than Casey. <laughs> Fair enough. Come on, guys. Pete's waiting. Yeah, sure thing. Me? Really? He'll want to talk to you, too. Trust me. Well... Yeah, sure. Lead the way. You are so fucked, Casey. <sighs> yeah, I know. Okay, what did you do? Wait, why the hell are you looking at me? Pete's coming down, and something tells me you're responsible. What'd you do this time, Pansy? Hey, any other time, and I'd agree with you, but no, no, I had nothing to do with this. He's right, guys. It wasn't anything to do with him this time. Thank you, Elise. Don't thank me. If I hadn't seen you on the floor of the bar on your back, I'd have thought it was your fault, too. He called me a professional. I do not have to take that kind of shit lying down. So you started laying down in protest? Yep. It's my fault, guys. The guy was coming down hard on me, and then Casey got involved. Hey, no fat sack like that is going to give you a hard time while I'm around. I know. Thanks for sticking up for me. Hug time. Yeah, okay. Casual groping time? Don't make this weird, Casey. Yeah, uh, okay, got it. Alright, I'm here. Let's get this over with. Okay, that's everybody. We're ready for you, Pete. Thanks, Larry. I'm on my way down. I've never met this guy before. Neither have we. No, oh, it's been a mystery to all of us. And now here he comes, the great Pete in the flesh. Here he comes. Do you think he missed the elevator? I don't know. Maybe he got off on another floor. Down here, everyone. Ah, gotcha. 
Okay. Oh my god! You're adorable! You're like a teddy bear in a suit! It's nice to meet you too, Casey. Sorry, sorry. Just... I didn't expect you to be so tiny and adorable. I understand. Casey, please put me down. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, sorry, sorry. Thank you. Uh, Larry, please pick me up and take me to the counter. Are you sure, Pete? It might send the wrong message. I honestly don't care. I have to treat this matter with some urgency. So for the sake of ease, please carry me. Right, Pete. Ugh. Oh, before we go... Andy, Mike, Ray, it's nice to finally meet you in person. Yeah, you too, Pete. Yeah, samesies. Thanks for coming down, Pete. I'm so sorry this happened. Hey, Ray, look at me. It's not your fault, okay? There's always going to be customers like this guy. Thankfully, there's always going to be people like me and others on your side, too. Don't let it get to you, okay? Yeah, thanks, Pete. No problem. And lastly, Leanne... Fine. Here's last year's 10% cut. <laughs> Thank you. I've been waiting for this, you know. Stuff happens. Fragile economy, etc. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice to finally meet you, too. Now that the introductions are out of the way, uh, Larry, please escort me to the customer. Got it, Pete. Ugh. There he is. He's all yours, Pete. Thanks, Larry. <clears throat> I believe you wanted to speak to me. Oh, for fuck's sake, what the hell? Is this meant to be a joke? Not at all, sir. I'm Pete Bossman, the general manager of this multiplex. Is there something I can help you with? Well, I was going to go through an itemized list of everything I can find at fault with your establishment, but uh, now that I'm seeing you face to, well, belt buckle, I can see that this place really is doomed to fail. Uh-huh. Can you tell me why you've been harassing my staff and other customers all day, not forgetting every other time you've come in to do so? It's called freedom of speech, Tiny. I have a right to express my opinions on whatever I want, whenever I want. Like my opinion that you shouldn't be in any position of authority when I can't even see your neck from up here. So, if I understand this correctly, you think that just because I'm less than half your size, I shouldn't be running a multiplex. Running it? Great choice of words, coming from someone who probably can't run faster than I can stroll. <laughs> mm, please, feel free to keep mocking me, sir. Oh, what are you gonna do, Oompa Loompa? Bite my ankles? Or will you go hide in a mouse hole with the other rodents? <laughs> mm, you wanna know a secret, Bob? Really? <laughs> What? Will I have to lay down on my stomach so you can whisper it in my ear? No, that's quite all right. The secret is that my height has literally nothing to do with how I run this place. At the end of the day, I drive home in my height-adapted Mercedes, by the way, knowing I've done good work. I've kept the fabric of this run-down old multiplex together for almost 23 years, with the support of my staff, or as you call them, my diseased freaks and children. And I'm proud of that. Because if everyone in the world were like you, none of us freaks would get that kind of chance. You'd just dismiss us for being sick or weird or just plain small when we have so much to offer. So really, Bob, it doesn't matter if I'm only half your size because when I go to bed at night, I fall asleep knowing I'm twice the man you'll ever be. Now get the fuck out of my multiplex.
So, who's hungry? I've wanted to try one of those brownies all day. Yeah, sure, Pete. I've got a bunch left over. Great! Drake, can you turn off the lights in my office, please? I don't think I'll be going back up today. Sure, Pete. And Casey? Uh, yeah, Pete. Thanks for sticking up for Ray. You're welcome here anytime. Oh, wow. Uh, thanks, Pete. Uh, it means a lot. No problem, Casey. Just don't pick me up like that again. It's not comfortable for me. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. I've got one hell of a team. So, this is it, huh? Yeah, looks like it. Did you pack everything you need? Yeah, yeah. Clothes, tech, collection of funny novelty umbrellas. (sighs) Which is really heavy. (laughs) That's everything, I think. Promise you won't miss me too much? It'll be nice to have the place to myself for a while. Only till spring break, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm finally doing it, Lee. Andy Evans is going to college. God, I pity the janitors. Huh. Me too. I'll make you proud, Leanne. Oh, Pansy. That'll never happen. (laughs) At least I won't be making any of the same mistakes you made. No, you'll make worse ones of your own. Hey, I'll still come out of it in good shape. It's called the Freshman 15, Muffin Top, not the Freshman 50. At least I went to academia knowing how to spell academia. Ha! You didn't have time to spell it with all the drinking you were doing. I can't even smell rosé without gagging anymore. Uh Uh-huh. Hug time? Hug time. (laughs) You suck, sis. Go fuck yourself, little brother. Andy, (sighs) come on! We're on a schedule here! Right, right, I'm coming! I'll see you at work tomorrow, Lee. See you, bro. Mike, don't intentionally crash the car, no matter how tempted you are. Why would I? That put me at risk. Tell mom and dad I said hi! Ah, whatever. Hey, Sonia. Guess who got a new media room? Hi, everyone. Can we lower this, please? That's better. I'm Pete Bossman, and thanks for listening to this episode of Zooloplex. Feel free to check out the show's Facebook and Twitter and subscribe to our channel here. While you're at it, pay a visit to our patron page for goodies and prizes, or browse our merchandise on Redbubble. It, is that it? Okay, good. Can someone help me down, please? <laughs> <laughs>